Welcome to Behind the Curtain Project. I'm your host, Kelly Voss. Together, we have a backstage pass, and we're going to take a glimpse into what is actually going on behind the curtain of people's lives. So, yeah, no one needs to live just fine. And I'm, it brings my heart so much joy to know that you discovered this sooner than later. So many people go through life and they don't discover things about themselves and they just live fine. You know, or they live in misery or they just live, you know, they're living to die. And I don't want to live in a world that's just fine. I mean, I've, settling for the mediocre and all that is it's life's too short. You said that a minute ago and it really truly is. And when we think about our time here on earth, it's kind of going to come and go within a blink of an eye. And I promise that what we won't do is lay on our deathbed and say, gosh, I wish I would have lived one more day in denial, or I wish I would have lived one more day in misery, or I just wish I would have had one more angry moment. No, that's not what we're going to say at all. So it's, I'm just happy that you have found yourself, your true authentic self. And so where are we today? So that moment of self-realization was in June or July, I believe. And I started telling friends and family. And I knew that this is where I wanted to be on some level, but I didn't really know how to fully commit to this until the summer, the late summer. So I was like, I'm going to dive in. We're not going to get our feet wet. We're, we are going to dive in. Let's jump in the deep end. I set an appointment with a laser hair removal uh, med spa. Mm-hmm an appointment with my primary care doctor who I had messaged and asked if he could do HRT mm-hmm. by divine alignment of the stars. My doctor is one of three or four doctors in the city of Charlotte who is Stop it. familiar with how to treat trans women with hormone replacement therapy. Oh, that is so not a, That was not a coincidence. It's kind of amazing how fate <laughs> works out. Yes, it is. So within the first week of August, I was starting HRT. I was starting laser hair removal. By that time, I had come out to my friends and my family. I took all of my clothes and I was I, I made bags, bags and bags and bags of clothes, took them to Goodwill. I spent hundreds of dollars <laughs> on clothes online. Spent time figuring out my style. Don't tell me you didn't love that. <laughs> oh, it was amazing. <laughs> but here we are. That was in August of 2021. And we're now in okay. March of 2022. And the immense changes in my life have brought me so much joy. You know, I was expecting to have a really a really terrible experience. And I'm so blessed 
and that my family was so gracious. My friends were so kind and understanding and accepting, but a lot of that has to do with the environment that I've immersed myself in by being in the drag community and by surrounding myself with people who are trans, familiar with trans people. My, My bubble could not have been any more cushy than it <laughs> than it is that's good that's so good thing. everything has just gone so well for me that i can't help but think i'm finally on the trajectory that my life was meant to take and what's so interesting is that when i talk to people who ask me questions about my transition I tell them, I always knew that something was different about me. I always felt like someone that was between worlds. I never hated being a boy, but I wanted to be something more. And when I look back on the path that I've been on, I'm so grateful for every moment that made me cry, every moment that made me uncomfortable in church, the relationships that didn't work, the moments that I I was so depressed because I just felt like I didn't fit in anywhere. I'm grateful for those moments because had I been born a cisgender woman, had I been assigned female at birth, I would not see the world through the lens I I see it with today. I try to treat people with compassion, with understanding, with respect, because I experienced a lot of hardship that I internalized and didn't share with other people. And I'm not saying that I'm St. Lily Frost or St. Serena Rice. I am saying that the blessing of the things that made my life difficult is that I feel like I can meet people where they're at and I can empathize with people who are struggling. And I feel like there is a kindness that I've come to love about myself because I wasn't extended that kindness and grace and gentleness by a lot of people growing up. Yeah, that's beautiful. I, I was too different. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't fit in. So finding kindness within myself by bestowing kindness to other people, by learning how to meet people where they're at by learning how to accept people who are different from me. It's so important to me to be that way because I didn't have that experience. And it's so important for me to show people kindness and show myself kindness because I didn't get that for so long. And had I been born a girl from the get-go, or should I say a cisgender girl from the get-go, I would see the world very differently. And I would not have the same compassion for people who are different that I have now. 
you know, everything happens for a reason, you know, in life, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I think it's sometimes in the, the darkest days, you know, in our, in the rubble of our life is, is really, really sometimes where we find ourselves and all those things that you went through that you just explained and talked about is almost kind of like the foundation now really of who you are. And so it was setting the stage. It was setting, you know, it was setting you up for this beautiful you to emerge <laughs> all along, you know? And so I love that you said it, how much you gave gratitude to all the, the sadness and the tears and the challenges, because had it not been for those things, you wouldn't be here and who you are today. And that's really a great way to look at life. And I think more people need to look at life like that and no matter what their circumstance or situation. So thank you for sharing that and putting it in those terms. You know, I think um, regardless of what you believe, there is something to be said for the story of Job in the Bible. Because this is someone who had a very difficult life. And I remember when I was in high school, we learned the story of Job, how he faced a lot of trials, and how the, he had the option to, to basically just curse God. But the lesson in that book of the Bible, again, regardless of what you believe, there's still a lesson in that book. Yeah, sure. It's that you could thank God or thank whatever source of strength you believe in. Whatever you want to call it in the trial, not necessarily for the trial, but in the trial that you're going through in your life. I'm thankful in these moments in my life that I've had difficulties that I've faced. I'm thankful because the experiences have shaped me to be a better person, a kinder person, a stronger person. And I think that it's so important for us to extend grace to one another and to learn from one another yeah. that I, I think that if we all took time to learn about our own strength from the experiences that we've been through, you know, you're not supposed to be thankful when bad things happen to you, but you can be thankful for how you learn about your own strength. You can be thankful yeah. for it's coming out on the other side. Yeah, it's an opportunity of exactly of, of growth and self-awareness and self-discovery. All those things happen if you're paying attention. And some people will take it and not turn it into silk like you have, but you did. This episode of Behind the Curtain Project is brought to you by Phoenix Plumbing. Servicing all of your commercial plumbing needs in the greater Charlotte area. Licensed in North and South Carolina. Phoenix Plumbing has been bringing you some of your favorite restaurants since 2003. Specializing in large and small scale commercial kitchens, upfits, and retail spaces. Send your plans or designs to phoenixplbg at gmail.com and get your quote today.
And listen, it's definitely not been all sunshine and roses since transitioning. There's been challenges. You have to relearn so much about yourself. You have to learn how to dress, how to walk, how to date, how to learn to love yourself again. You know, coming out as trans is is something that I'll, I'll always be thankful for because while I have experienced a lot of love, one of the things that I've had to teach myself is to exercise a lot of self-love and that exercise that same grace for myself, extend kindness to myself. Because it's really easy to be hard on yourself when you're changing yourself so much. I mean, to go through puberty is one thing, and then to go through puberty again when you're 31 and <laughs> you're you know, taking hormones and your body is changing and... Yeah. You know, th- there were times, especially in the beginning in August and September when, you know, I'm I'm on all these these medications to change how my body functions. Yeah. That I felt sick all the time. I was having hot flashes. I was emotional all the time because your body is 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 completely getting a renovation and a facelift. And I was just thinking like, my god, this is so hard. It would have been easier if I stayed the same. I don't know if you remember this conversation, but I remember you calling me, I don't know, it was several months ago and you were like going through all this laundry list of things you were feeling. And I was like, girl, you're on your period. It's <laughs> crazy. Like, I'm telling it's you. exactly what is happening right now. Everything you just described. My doctor basically, in not so many words, told me to buckle up. He was like, it's going to be a lot when you start this process. But what's crazy yeah. is once, once my body balanced out, once I, you know, adapted to all of the adapted to the cocktail of drugs I take every day. (laughs) You know, there's so much about my life that I am thankful for. I'm so grateful for being the way that I am for being transgender. And I realized that so many people don't understand people like me. So many people don't get us, but I'm not doing this for anyone's approval. Exactly. I'm doing it for myself. Yes. If I lived my life to to appease other people and strangers on the other side of a keyboard who don't know me but want to say nasty things on my TikTok videos or right. nasty things on my Instagram profile, if I did things to appease those people, yeah. I would still be fine. Yeah, you would still be fine. But I'm happy. It's like you wear these things that make you different, like armor, so people can't use them to hurt you. Yeah. And I really wear my transness as armor. You know, I have insecurities. I, I have things that I have, you know, dysmorphia about. But this is a marathon. It's it's not a, it's not a, it's it's not just a sprint. I I have a lot of things that I'm getting through, and it's yeah. it's. It's a lot to work through. It's a lot to experience, but I'm doing this for myself and no one else. And I think that 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 is the most important thing. You know, it is important though to to point out that so many trans trans people are victims of violence, are, are victims of very cruel behavior from people for, for no reason other than the fact that they're trans 
And and what's so interesting to me is, you know, I, I live close to Charlotte, but I live in a smaller town. But I've been very fortunate in that everyone has been so kind to me. Clerk of court where I got my name changed, so fabulous to me. DMV where I got my name formalized on my ID and my gender marker changed. The woman who helped me, she was like, have you always known? And I told her, yeah. And she said, you know, my God loves you too. And what's so fascinating is these are people that are in a very small town outside Charlotte yeah. with country accents who Bible you would belt. expect the worst <laughs> from in the Bible Belt. Yeah. And they're being so warm and so gracious. And so a part of me has to think this, this spotlight and this visibility that trans people have had through competitive sports and television, it has to have done some good and it has to have changed some minds. And I think to myself, if I could change one person's mind before I die, then that's enough for me. If, if I could teach one person through my story, through my interaction with them, that I'm no different from them in so many ways, but that the things that are different about me are worth celebrating, then I feel like I have done something great. I want to be remembered for being kind. I want to be remembered for the things that make me different that are worth celebrating. And I want to show other people that the things that make them different and the things that make them get picked on or teased or treated unfairly are things worth celebrating. Yeah. Life would be so boring if we all came, you know, it's the same colors in a box of crayons. Yeah. We're all different for a reason. We are. And it's, it's beautiful to just hear you tell your story and with such elegance and beauty with the words that you have just spilt out for us. And, you know, I love you and I'm your biggest fan. Since the day I met you, I feel like kindness, if I had to put a word on you. And just so you know, every year you should pick a word and let that be your word for the year. But yes, kindness has always been something that has radiated from every pore in your your spirit and your soul. You've always thought of the other person first. That's just your nature. Just your nature. You're just you're just so so kind hearted. So I love to hear that you've you're you've given you've opened that up for the world to give you grace, accept love for yourself, and you know hopefully shine a light so bright to others that they can't help but give that back to you in return. That's my prayer. That's my prayer. And so here in the next couple of minutes, just let's, can we just talk about what does the, what does the future, like what's coming up for Serena, Lillian Rice? You know, I've spent so much time as Lily Frost, the drag queen, that being able to just be like Serena, the girl, yeah. is something I'm, I'm, I'm so thankful for and so looking forward to. You know, I, I resolved that having some work done is going to help with my dysphoria. And I think one thing that a lot of people don't understand is that all trans women have different goals, have different wants for how they want to present themselves, have different areas that they may or may not be dysphoric about. 
for me, I've set a goal for some of the things that I want to work on physically. And I want to finish out 2022 with saving money so that I can get things done that although might seem shallow and physical to worry about, but for me, it'll bring me some peace. And for me, it'll make me feel even more confident in the woman that I'm learning about every day. And so, you know, I've made up my mind that this year I'm going to really focus on shows, work. But next year, I'm going to take a little bit of time off from shows to get to know Serena a little bit. And I think that I have to do that because, you know, I I spent so much time as Nathan so much time wearing a uniform and then you know you get in drag and you get to be yourself in a way this 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 expression of your expression of yourself yeah but that's not completely me so i think that while there's a lot on the horizon that i'd like to do i want to start next year just a girl. And one of the things that I want to start doing this year and continue into next year is start really documenting my experience. I've, I'm so proud of you and what you're doing with this podcast because I know you've, you've mapped it out in your head and you've manifested this and, and worked on this for a while now. And I know that when I was changing my name, when I was not sure how I was feeling, I looked a lot to YouTube and I looked a lot to people like me now who could just talk about how they felt. Yeah. And so I'm working on my roadmap for how to, how to share my story with other people. I'm not an expert on gender identity, but I'm an expert on myself. And if I share myself through YouTube, social media, your podcast, I feel like that's what's next. I want to get to know myself this year, especially next year, take a little time away from shows. But I, I want to share myself because one, someone who doesn't understand trans people might hear what I have to say. Yeah. And they might learn how to extend grace and kindness to people like me. And two, someone who needs a Cassandra in their life might find what I have to say online and might find some inspiration or peace in that. I'm not here to tell people how to live, but if me telling people how I live and how I've seen the world and how I've experienced my life can change minds or bring self-confidence and self-love into someone else's life, then I feel like that is quite possibly going to be the most rewarding 
fulfilling gift I could bestow onto someone else. Cassandra has no idea how influential she is in my life. I've briefly mentioned it before, but she really doesn't understand how her words and seeing her impacted me. I might never know if I change someone's mind. I might never know if I help someone understand themselves better, and I don't need to. But being able to do that for someone would just be, it would just be amazing. Well, I believe that your story will definitely touch someone's heart. (laughs) I hope it touches one person's heart. I hope it touches thousands for sure, because it's such a beautiful, you're such a beautiful person and your story is so beautiful. And I think that it would be fair to say that I would want to check in with you and maybe do another podcast in a few months or in six months and just kind of see where you're at and let's follow your journey together. And I'm lucky enough to get to be in your life. So I, uh, I can pick up the phone or call or text you every, any chance I, I get, but I just want you to know how proud I am of you and how much you have influenced my life in such a positive way. And through your transition, before your transition, through through all of it, since I've you know reconnected with you, I think I have just found a softer side of of my of myself, and extending grace that you've talked about, just because you you give so much of it that it's contagious. And so I want to thank you for that. You do you leave a gift everywhere you go because thank you're you. just beautifully you. Thank you. So if there's one thing that you can leave us with, what would it be? If one person hears this and needs just one takeaway or one word of advice, what would it be? The words that I live by are words spoken by Dita Von Teese, a burlesque performer for those people that might not know. And I heard this quote a really long time ago, and it's always stuck with me. And now in my life, more than ever, I think about this when I get discouraged or when I need to pick me up. But Dita Von Teese once said, you can be the ripest, juiciest peach in the world, and there's still going to be somebody who hates peaches. And if we all just looked at ourselves that way, it's true. You know, while we obviously want to see change in the world, yeah. the important thing is that we make decisions for ourselves based on what's going to make us happy, mm-hmm. what's going to do no harm to others, but make us happy, what's going to be fulfilling to us in our own lives. I'm in a place where I'm in a place where I just have embraced being a peach. And if someone doesn't like me, that's okay. Because I'm, I'm so happy loving myself. Well, you are a peach. And... <laughs> I love you to the ends of the earth. So thank you you so much for, for your time. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for being so open and so honest and so raw, but letting us peek behind your curtain because, you know, bringing, bringing forth stories is going to be what changes people's minds about things and, or giving them the courage to open up and say, Hey, you know, I'm not alone here. So I I really appreciate you. I love you so much. And thank you all for listening. And we'll see you next time. Bye.
Take a bow. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Behind the Curtain Project. 